An entitled Karen smacks me in the face because I refused to give her the compensation I received for my army service. Here's what happened. So this happened about a year ago, four months after I had been enlisted into the Swedish Armed Forces. Just to put this into perspective, the SAF enlists a few thousand people every year who just finished high school for 9 to 11 months. For those of us who get enlisted, we get a form of compensation for this. It's not a salary, it's something a little bit different. As this compensation comes from taxes... And because of this, we don't pay taxes on this income. It's not a lot of money, but still, it's money, and I'll happily take it. Anyway, most of the time, I went home wearing my uniform, because people tend to smile at you, or just start small conversations, asking me how the life in the army is, and stuff like that. Mind you, this is Sweden. Talking to strangers very rarely happens, but I enjoy doing it, so the uniform is a conversation starter. There's also a kind of respect that you get from people sitting around you for what you're doing, and I honestly like it. So on On this occasion, me and two of my other friends I was serving with all were wearing the uniform. We arrived in our home city, which is a pretty big city in Sweden, and proceed to walk towards the subway from the train station when we hear an angry voice behind us. We hear this entitled Karen scream, How dare you? We just ignore it because there was no reason to think it was directed towards us. But then this entitled Karen says it again, Don't ignore me, you jerks. At this point, I turn around to see what the fuss was all about, and I see this entitled Karen staring at at us, with a child standing next to her who's maybe 10 years old. I asked her what was wrong, even though I was a little bit annoyed by her choice of language. But despite all that, I tried to just put on a smile. She then asks if we're recruits of some kind, to which we respond that we attained the rank of private about a month ago, but we are still pretty fresh. This entitled Karen then goes off on a rant and says, What gives you the right to take our tax money just so you can go play war in the woods? And at this point, I was very confused by what she was saying. She continues, by saying, I'm a hard-working single mother, and I have to pay extra taxes just so you idiots can slack off at some military base. How is that fair? I could have spent that money on taking care of my son instead. At this point, one of my friends steps in and says, Listen, we don't choose how the system works. I'm sorry that it's inconvenient for you, but that is just how it is, and you'll just have to accept it. Now, when my friend said this, this entitled Karen did not like this at all. She started going off on a rant, basically saying how Sweden is a neutral country and that we don't need an army, stating there's no use for people like ourselves in society. At this point, I've had just about enough as well. So I say, well, I'm sorry to hear that you feel that way, but what on earth do you want us to do? Do you want us to give back the small amount of money we get in the first place? And that's when this entitled Karen goes to a whole nother level of stupid and entitlement that I definitely did not believe was possible. Because right after that, she says yes, she does want the money back. At this point, I was kind of blown away. So I asked her if she was serious, in which she then said she was. She said, You said it was only a small amount, so what do you care if I have it? That way, you would actually help the people, and I can care for my son. It's right about now that I realized that this lady took that literally. She's actually asking for some kind of handout. So I basically have to break this down for this lady. I say, okay, I'm gonna make this clear for you. The reason we are in training is so that one day, if war comes to us, we will have the capabilities to protect this country and everyone in it. We will be prepared to put down our lives if necessary to keep everyone, even selfish ungrateful people like you safe. I said this last part probably a little louder than I had to, and I noticed that a lot of people around us were now looking at the situation. To slight surprise though, they were all staring at this entitled Karen standing in front of us. All three of us are pretty big guys by the way. We're well over six feet tall and we're muscular and she is basically shoulder height on me. But does she back down? No. In fact, she slaps me hard square in the face. I was pretty 
pretty furious at this point, but I kept my cool long enough for the best part to happen. This old man, without a doubt, probably 75 plus years old, walks up to this entitled Karen and pushes her over very hard. He then explains to this entitled Karen that punching a soldier in uniform is a serious criminal offense and that I could press charges if I really wanted to and she could possibly get some prison time. At this point, several people in the crowd are murmuring their compliance. Eventually, everybody just kind of looks at me and I chime in and say, no, I just want to go home and enjoy the weekend with my family before I go back and play war on Sunday. This entitled Karen then starts barking at the man that just pushed her, basically threatening to charge him with assault. And after some back and forth between the entitled Karen and this old man, she realized that she can't win this situation. So she grabbed her son and literally screamed that we will be hearing from her lawyer. And at that point, she stormed off into the distance. After the fact, I thanked the old man and I kept walking towards the subway. It's been a year now since that incident and I still haven't heard anything from any kind of lawyer. At least I'm glad to see that civilians still stand up for us, even though we're apparently stealing their tax money. That entitled Karen was completely out of line. It's one thing to disagree with some kind of tax system, but it's another thing to attack a soldier over it. Like, that guy had nothing to do with that in the slightest. And this lady wanted to get physical and assault him. That is seriously not okay, but at least there was someone there to defend these guys against this weird entitled Karen, basically trying to do some kind of shakedown just so she can get some vague amount of money out of her taxes back from these guys. I mean, you have to be a special kind of crazy and entitled to try and shake down a bunch of soldiers for tax money that they probably didn't have on them. So good for the original poster for standing up for himself and for keeping a level head even after getting smacked in the face. My boyfriend won't stop tickling or poking me even though I've asked him to stop it and I feel like I can't reach him and I don't know what to do. So I have been having an issue with my boyfriend not listening to me when I say stop. Within the last few weeks, he's tickled me, tried to pop my toes, flicks me on the face, taps me in the face, blows his nose in my face, wipes his snot on me, and hits me with towels, as well as many, many other things, just to list a few. He does it in a joking way and has done these things throughout our entire relationship, but recently it's gotten to a point where I'm fed up with having to try and ask him to stop. He does not stop, and he just mimics me when I tell him to stop doing this. Last week, he was playing around with me and was tickling me and poking at me and popping my toes in the way where he was bending them. And I absolutely hate having my toes popped. I begged him to stop and even got to the point where I was crying and screaming and having a full panic attack and he still did not stop. I was even trying to escape from him, but he would just pin me down. Unfortunately, it even got to the point where I felt like I needed to defend myself and I feel so bad that I did. Today, he was in my dorm and he kept tapping and lightly smacking my stomach as well as my face with his phone. And after asking him to stop several times, I took his phone and I threw it across the room. I am aware that this is very abusive behavior on my part and that it's not okay, but I seriously could not take it anymore. We then had a serious talk because after showing enough frustration, he told me I was blowing everything out of proportion. He also proceeded to tell me that I have been a total jerk to him today with my attitude and that he told me to stop treating him like a piece of garbage earlier and I didn't. He told me that I shouldn't be a hypocrite and expect him to stop doing things to me when I don't stop doing things to him when he asks. He then brought up how I messed him up emotionally and mentally and that he's so done with me. But he also said it was just because he just wants to play with me. We have also had issues in our relationship regarding him getting angry and throwing things, which I've expressed anxiety about. And he brought up that too and told me I was a hypocrite because I tell him not to throw things, but I threw his phone. I simply told him today that I was going to stop doing those things and that I was wrong for doing them 
him and asked him very specifically if he was going to stop. And that's when he said that he can't predict the future, so he doesn't know. I then told him that he should be able to control himself enough to know, and he brought up all of our issues again and said that I can't control myself. He told me he doesn't have reassurance that I will actually stop, so he doesn't want to give me assurance that he will too. He told me that he can't be sure if he will stop until he knows I will, which just doesn't make any sense. He also got mad that I told him that if these things don't stop, I will have to leave the relationship because I can't live that way. He then asked me why he should be expected to put up with certain behaviors and he doesn't leave, but I always threaten to leave. He also tried to imply that there is no difference between me hurting him emotionally and him hurting me physically. Honestly, I don't like feeling like I can't reach someone. I don't like feeling like I don't have control over my body and for someone to not stop when I beg them to. I'd imagine if you see someone crying, you should comfort them and not continue to hurt them. I know that I have my faults in this too and I do get irritable and I can't be a jerk a lot. That's a side effect of my ADHD, my anxiety, and my depression. It's one big combo that definitely is a struggle and I don't like to use that as an excuse but I don't mean to be terrible to him and I hate that I've thrown his phone and put my hands on him out of self-defense. I love him and I want us to work these things out but I don't know where to start. What should I do? Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I gotta be honest, I don't think this is a healthy relationship. Your boyfriend is touching you and hurting you in ways that you do not consent to. You've told him to stop and he refuses to do so. And that is a massive, massive red flag in my opinion. You should not have to put up with that and this relationship in my opinion is just about over. He has come up with every excuse in the book and is trying to gaslight you into thinking that this is actually your fault. Him saying, oh well I'll stop when you stop is not acceptable because every single time you've described, he is absolutely the aggressor here. He would pin you down, he would smack you in the face, all under the guise that he was just trying to play with you. Well, it's not play when you're freaking the other person out. It's inappropriate and in my opinion, you can do much better than this. Because you have made your wishes very well known and you did not consent to having your body treated this way. And if I was in your shoes, I would do way worse to somebody if they were physically abusing me. The fact that you just threw his phone across the room and you physically had to defend yourself is not an unreasonable thing to do to try and get away from from this man. So I think if anything it may be time for you to kick him to the curb and get away from this guy because he does not sound like a good boyfriend but is instead being incredibly abusive towards you and you do not need that. My ex keeps contacting me even though I told him to move on and now I don't know what to do. I'm a 30 year old female and I broke up with my ex-boyfriend three months ago. I met him earlier this year and we got together rather quickly because I was surprised to see that we have so much in common during the course of the relationship I noticed he loved bombed me a lot. He was manipulative and contradicted the personalities that he claimed he is. For example, I like a more independent life, to which he said he is not clingy, even though he is. He is always asking me where I am. If I were to leave work late, he gets angry. And when I leave work too late, he doesn't take no for an answer. Another time when we had plans to stay over at his house for the weekend, I suddenly had a family emergency and I had to leave and go home. And when that happened, 
happened, he got mad at me. Because of these things, I broke it off with him. I propose we go no contact. And in the first week after the breakup, he broke that no contact and he called me twice on two separate occasions, asking me to take him to the hospital. But at the time, I was at work. Later, he visited my grandparents three times and gave them gifts. This was also something important that I have spoken about to him. My grandparents do not like surprise visits and they always appreciated it if they were notified before we go visit them. He knew of this and went there anyway and the visits made them super uncomfortable. He also managed to place gifts to me at my workplace. While on no contact, he also sent LinkedIn requests to people that work close to me. These are people who he has never met and he would send them messages requesting favors from them that I know very well that he can do himself. He would use any kind of excuse just to try and get back in contact with me. And at this point, I've just blocked him everywhere. Last week, he went to my house at the break of dawn and tied a bag on the side mirror of my car. The bag contains a note, a movie ticket, and a snow globe. The CCTV at my house captured the entire incident. The note asked for reconciliation. I then sent him an email asking him to not bother my family and I and to stop sending me things or connecting with people close to me just to try and get a response from me. It makes me feel incredibly uncomfortable. I also mentioned that I cannot reconcile with him and I told him it's best to just move on. He then sent an angry message saying I put him through all this kind of turmoil after I broke up with him and that I used his flaws against him and that both of us did not know that he is psychologically ill. Now that he is aware of it, he says that I should give him a second chance. I then replied saying I did not have sinister intentions, but it was just not working out for me. I also mentioned that once he has calmed down, perhaps we can have a proper conversation. He then replied saying I should give us three months time for him to show me that he has changed. If it still doesn't work out, he will get lost and I can then take legal action should he contact me after that. Or if I do not have feelings for him anymore, I should meet him for dinner and write him a list of things I liked and disliked about him. I was just so appalled by these requests. I do not feel comfortable meeting with him at all. I actually don't know if I can consider these interactions as stalking or harassment because where I live, there's no laws against these types of interactions. I'm honestly at a loss and I don't know what to do. There may not be specific laws surrounding this type of interaction, but in my opinion, you need to report this guy to the police. He's going to your house without you knowing. He's going to your family members without you knowing. He's constantly contacting you. He's demanding that you get back together with him, even though you've made your wishes known. Like, it's time to cut this guy off completely. In my opinion, I just don't see a future where you would ever have a proper conversation with this man. He is acting completely irrational, and this is not your fault or your problem. Like, you quite literally do not have to deal with this guy for a second. So if I was in your shoes, I would report him to the police for harassment and stalking. I would document every instance in which he has contacted you or your family members. Screenshot all of that, put it in a file, have it on the side if you do need to take legal action of some kind. Because this guy is literally disturbing your peace. And you honestly should not have to put up with that for a second. My girlfriend refuses to work and leaves everything on me, despite knowing that I am unable to pay for it all. And at this point, I don't know what to do. So this is about my girlfriend of about five years. It started last Christmas. Her mother passed away and she was feeling down, of course. She lost her work, or she left to be more precise, got another job, and lost that one as well in February. Since then, she doesn't work at all. All she does is watch Netflix, do some knitting and sewing, but no income is coming in her way at all. And as a bonus, she inherited her mother's house, which is valued at about $350,000. 
$1,000, as well as all of her mom's debts. Monetary-wise, everything is on me and me only. While being paid well above the average, I am simply unable to cover everything that comes our way. I'm paying for two houses, and I have to pay for all the debts her mom left us, all while trying to have some kind of decent life for ourselves and actually put something aside for car repairs and security backup money. Overall, it's just too much. I had spent everything I saved on that house, and still I have to pay for stuff around it. I told her several times over the year that I need her to go to work to help out, that I am simply unable to earn enough money to pay for everything. But no, all I got was constant nagging, with her complaining that I'm not happy. Meanwhile, I'm dog-tired after endless on-call hours. I spent the whole summer working on the inherited house, cleaning it up, digging through tons of garbage. She never actually tried to get to work and turned down some work proposals because it was not good enough. I warned her several times over that this financially will not work out. It simply won't. She, of course, inherited some small money and counted the dollars and it was only five grand in total. And guess what she did with the money? She blew through all of it on a bunch of useless stuff. She spent it on esoteric garbage that was meant to improve her energies and her mental well-being while I am on the verge of mental and physical collapse after dealing with this for six months. I lost any interest in my hobbies. All I honestly do now is work. It's either that or sleep. There's no energy or creative drive for anything else. We could have bought wooden pellets for winter. Instead of that, I'm working with a chainsaw in my free time to get wood done because I can't afford them. It's just an endless, tiring chain of work, one after the other. The last straw was yesterday when she casually mentioned that she had run out of money and she doesn't know how she's going to cover rent and pay her debts for coming months. She didn't have any plan at all. Nothing. I don't know if she automatically assumed I was going to try and pay for it myself or what. All the while, she knew we have another big bill to pay because of her house. And we are very lucky I actually expected that and managed to save up enough money just to cover it again. I am now on the verge of kicking her lazy butt out of my life, but I still do not really want to lose her at all. I don't want to throw five years of my life down the sink, especially when we were so close together. And I definitely do not want to look for a new girlfriend at my age. What should I do? This is really an unfortunate circumstance because you're right. Your girlfriend needs to step up to the plate and start working. She needs to get a job to make this relationship work. I totally understand that she's probably grieving the loss of her mother, but the real world is knocking and she better answer that door and get to work because it's unfair for you to have to have all this burden placed upon you, especially when you're burning the candle from both ends. You're going to run out of energy. You're going to run out of money. You can't keep up this lifestyle. So honestly, I think it might be a good idea to have a serious conversation with your girlfriend and say, hey, this relationship is not working out. And yeah, you spent five years with her. But would you really want to put up with this for the rest of your life? Because if she doesn't change and get a job and start contributing some way financially, this is literally what you're going to have to put up with. And I honestly don't see how that's fair for you or your future. My husband watches YouTube videos constantly and it's taking a toll on our relationship. And at this point, I don't know what to do. My husband and I have been together for going on five years and we lived together for four. His YouTube habits has become a little bit hard to deal with and he's very unresponsive to my concerns. For context, he watches YouTube anytime he gets a break from anything. He works from home so I can see just how bad it really is. If he gets a five minute break between meetings, he's on YouTube. If he's cooking and the pasta will take more than two minutes to get done, he's on YouTube again. A show we're watching together has a one minute commercial and again, you guessed it, he jumps on his YouTube app. And that's not to mention the hours that he spends watching it during his free time, like before going to bed. Now let me say that he has a job that has him constantly staring at a computer for typically 
typically longer hours than even a 9 to 5. I completely understand wanting to take your mind off of things, but this is constant. Some ways it's negatively affected our relationship is that we recently purchased a home and a lot of things need to be done around here. I do my part. I clean. I handle the bills. I go furniture shopping. Things that are his part are put off for weeks, sometimes even months. For example, hanging porch lights up. He would nearly break our ankles for a month walking in the dark because he couldn't take an hour out of his day to hang the lights. I would estimate that he watches a cumulative of about four to five hours a day on weekdays just watching YouTube videos. So it honestly would have taken a fraction of his wasted time to put up the lights or literally anything. It also comes down to attention. The other day I was really sick and I asked him to make me some tea and so he said okay and that he would do it. I then laid in bed listening to him watch YouTube for 40 minutes. So I just got up and made it myself. Overall, since this has become an issue, thoughtful gestures have decreased dramatically. He doesn't plan dates. He doesn't do little things to show love. Just all around no attention from him. One time, a guy in a store parking lot harassed me right in front of him while he was waiting in the car watching YouTube, completely oblivious to what's going on. We've been going to couples therapy too and have resolved quite a bit of our issues, but this one still persists. It was not always like this either. He used to have a lot of hobbies and during his free time, we would talk and we would just hang out. Now I have to fight for 10 minutes of his attention and try and pull him away from this video app. When I talk to him about this, he gets defensive. He doesn't see what's wrong and doesn't believe he's been doing this excessively. I even once made him pull up the battery tracker on his phone to see just how bad it really was. Since then, he's deleted the app and watches YouTube through Safari. That way, he can claim that the battery usage is from browsing articles and shopping and doing other things. But I audibly hear the videos going on 100% of the time. At this point, I'm genuinely at my wit's end and I don't know what to do. This is a really unfortunate circumstance because it sounds like the original poster has tried so hard to try and get their husband to stop doing this. They even did all the things that I was thinking about. Proving your point through the battery usage and showing him like, hey, you're spending four to five hours a day on this. As well as trying to give him chance to show some kind of service towards you or to help out in some kind of way around the house. But it begs the question, is there like some underlying reason why he's doing this so much? I know whenever I get on YouTube, I'm using it as like a form of escape. So maybe he's doing that. Maybe he's like depressed or something like that. There's a lot of unanswered questions here that I think you really do need to get to the bottom of to see if there's something underlying that's going on. But whatever it is, hopefully it gets worked out because this type of excessive behavior is really inappropriate and it's just going to cause friction between the two of you. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the Cream of the Crop music. Search Cream of the Stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright-free music to use for your next stream.